0: Hello and welcome to episode 46 of ERRX. In this three-part mini grand round series, we discuss one of my favorite topics, status epilepticus. In each episode, we'll focus on a specific phase of status treatment, focusing on the anti-epileptic drugs used. Plus, we'll go a little deeper into how and why many of us are underdosing these agents and how that can be a major disservice to our patients. Status epilepticus is defined as 5 minutes or more of continuous seizure activity or recurrent seizures without recovery between episodes. Approximately 50,000 to 150,000 Americans develop status each year. Mortality rates are very high. For generalized convulsive status, mortality ranges anywhere from 19 to 27%, and non-convulsive status has an even higher mortality rate of up to 65% due in part to the fact that it may be more difficult to diagnose. Patients who develop refractory status epilepticus have about a 40% mortality rate. Refractory status is defined as a failure to break the seizure after both first- and second-line agents have been given. The treatment of status occurs in a continuum of phases, including emergent therapy, urgent therapy, and controlled therapy. Although we break these phases down into specific steps, Remember that in practice, these phases can and should happen almost simultaneously. In this episode, we'll focus on the initial emergent phase. In this phase, benzodiazepines, specifically lorazepam and midazolam, are the agents of choice. The Neurocritical Care Society Guidelines published in 2012 and the American Epilepsy Society Guidelines from 2016 highly recommend these agents. Remember that the doses and routes of these agents are very specific and should be committed to memory. If we have IV access, we prefer using lorazepam at a dose of 0.1 mg per kilogram, with a max dose of 4 mg, which can be repeated once in 5-10 to 10 minutes if the patient is still seizing. Note that all of your patients weighing more than 40 kg should receive the maximum dose of IV lorazepam. Obtaining IV access in a seizing patient is difficult. And that's why IM midazolam is the preferred agent for patients without IV access. This is one reason that IM midazolam is found in many EMS status epilepticus treatment protocols. Here, midazolam is given at a dose of 0.2 milligrams per kilogram with a max dose of 10 milligrams. Note that any patient weighing more than 50 kilograms should receive the maximum dose. This should be almost all of your adult patients in status please note that it is preferred to give one adequate full dose rather than to give the total dose broken up into multiple smaller doses. Based on clinical trials, IV lorazepam and IM-midazolam should terminate the seizure in about 50-65% to of patients. We do have other routes available to us, such as the nasal and buccal routes, using midazolam, or rectal routes, using diazepam, but these routes haven't been studied well and won't be discussed in this episode. Due to the risks of respiratory depression with benzodiazepines and the fear of intubation, a lot of people are reluctant to use these high benzodiazepine doses. But this perceived high risk of intubation isn't based on reality for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that many of your patients will already be intubated or will require intubation due to the seizure or underlying etiology itself. The second reason is that respiratory problems are an important consequence of untreated or or under-treated status epilepticus in and of itself. For example, in the famous pre-hospital trial published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2011, the authors found that out-of-hospital complications, which included hypotension, cardiac dysrhythmia, and respiratory intervention, occurred more commonly in patients receiving placebo than those receiving lorazepam or diazepam at these higher doses. The most common complication was a change in respiratory status requiring ventilation or intubation, which occurred in 7 patients given lorazepam, 6 patients given diazepam, and 11 patients given placebo. The authors concluded that respiratory complications associated with prolonged seizures may be more pronounced than those caused by IV lorazepam or diazepam. Despite this and other studies showing that these so-called high doses of benzodiazepines are safe, we still have major intubatophobia, credit to MCRIT for coining that term, and we are drastically underdosing these agents, both in the pre-hospital and ER settings. In a letter published in JAMA in 2019, a group of physicians from California looked at EMS status treatment protocols throughout the state to see how many included adequate, and guideline-recommended dosing of benzodiazepines. They found that only 2 out of 33 protocols, or 6%, used the doses and routes of lorazepam and midazolam discussed previously and recommended in the American Epilepsy Society guidelines. In a more recent study, the authors found that of patients given lorazepam in their ER, only 1.5% were dosed appropriately, with an average dose of less than 2 mg of those that received their benzodiazepine pre-hospital, none of them received adequate initial benzodiazepine doses. The reason, although we can't be sure, based on studies like this and my personal experiences in the ER setting, it's because providers are so reluctant to give higher doses of benzodiazepines, citing unfounded fears of intubation. In conclusion, remember that IV lorazepam and i midazolam are the highest recommended agents for initial, emergent therapy in the setting of status epilepticus. Also, we have to remember that patients in status require higher doses of benzodiazepines than we are used to giving, but giving lower doses may actually lead to higher rates of intubation given the inadequate treatment of the seizure itself. As always, thank you so much for your time. Tune in next week as we discuss second line, urgent therapy, and the underdosing of anti-epileptic drugs in that setting as well.